welcome to the Bonanza Boys. It's your commissioner and co-host, Manager Steele. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Manager Matt Kay. How are you doing? Steele, doing great. Uh, you know, I won't spoil it too much, but we're both feeling pretty good after the first two weeks. So, um, and we've had some some pretty juicy matchups going on. So, uh, looking forward to recapping them. We have. I'm loving the league parody. It seems like majority of the matchups are, you know, coming down to the Sunday or at least the Saturday at the least. To, but uh, and it, we got rivalry week coming up here. Choo choo! Hop on board. Get excited. Uh, why don't you take us into our first matchup? Yeah, sure. So first matchup of the week, we had uh, yours truly, Nelly Spaghetti, uh, Manager Steele, of course, versus Bacchus Spasms and Manager Neil. And this was uh, this was a hard fought uh, victory for you. Came out on top six five versus Neil, who drops to zero and two, and you improved to two and zero. Some close categories here. You took uh, goals by one, game started by one, uh, wins were tied. But to be fair, Neil only won assists by two, three. Uh, he won blocks by three and point one eight or point zero one eight in save percentage. So it was pretty close across the board. Um, but six five, pretty uh, pretty good win for you. I'm sure you're feeling good about that. After Niels was uh, snaking all your guys in the draft, I remember. So nice, he, he nice was. to beat him here. It was, uh, and it was close coming in, like into that Sunday. Uh, I was, you know, doing my calculations on how I could win, and uh, that Kent Johnson goal ended up being the the difference I needed. But uh, we'll take a look at Manager Niels' team here, starting off in net. Uh, San Jose had been terrible last week. Uh, this week, Jeff Reimer coming in, three games started, two wins. Oh, Jeff Reimer, goals. is it? Oh, is it? Is it <laughs> good old Jeff his, his good friends. His good friends call him Jeff, but some of you guys might know him by James. Yeah. Uh, he had, had a two goals against average. <laughs> and uh, a, a 939 save percentage. Um, perhaps we'll get to Neil's biggest blunder, in, I guess, in the week section here. Uh, and then once again, you know, Vancouver winless but uh, Elias Pettersson having a good year so far two goals three assists one on the power play 13 shots 23 face-off wins three hits and six blocks and then uh Rorensky, uh he he got the goal on the Sunday and I was like fuck of course it's him as uh goals was tightly contested but he had two on the matchup with 16 shots and 10 blocks not a lot in between those stats but those uh popped out to me yeah, that's uh, pretty solid for Wierenski there. He's someone I was targeting early on, and I didn't even know Vancouver hadn't won yet. That is rough. <laughs> oh, and what is it, six right now? Um, is it five or six? Uh, well, I know, six, I think yeah, the last game was sure. the first time it wasn't a, a multi-goal lead that they blew because they only scored the one goal. But yeah, yeah, it's it's 0-6 and, and next against Carolina, so um, see how they go from there. But I will get back into year strong players and there were a few of them here um bo horvat uh, actually i should mention uh first the prize banana rankings i brushed right over that but you were sixth at five four and two and neil was eighth at four seven and oh so pretty pretty close there but bo horvat for you and the strong players uh, four games played four goals no assists minus two but 14 shots on goal 51 face-off wins two hits and two blocks so pretty happy with those shots and face-off wins um Jesper Bratt and Nikita Kucherov, almost indistinguishable in this matchup. Each of them had five assists. Um, Kucherov with three power play points. Bratt was a plus five, one power play point. Eight and seven shots on goal, respectively. Congrats to any of the listeners who followed me through that and know who uh, 
<laughs> who I'm had each of those stats. stats and I'm like, oh, I'm but yeah, the five assists <laughs> each, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Um, and then Trevor Moore, who I think has since been dropped, right? He, he did. Um, he, got, he dropped on the Saturday. Yeah. And Perhaps he had, he had four assists in four games played, uh, plus two, 11 shots on goal, four hits and two blocks. So, uh, pretty strong week for him and rewarded with no more job in, in our fantasy league right now. <laughs> we'll see if he gets picked up uh, for those concerned listeners. My cough is getting better. I got some nice medication and a nasal spray. So hopefully I'm uh, all healed up for the next pod here. But uh, on the weak side for manager Neil, uh, I think he only started Connor Garland once. Vancouver is just all over this matchup. Um, and he had zeros across the board. So that kind of sucks. Uh, and then Yamamoto, who he did start three times, was pointless, minus two, just the three shots and the four hits. And then uh, in net, Demko got lit up. At, man, as I said, Vancouver again. Three games started, zero wins, a 463 goals against, and an 849 save percentage. And uh, in what might be the blunder of the week, uh, Neil didn't st- chose not to start Bennington. Uh, against Edmonton uh, and he pitched a shutout so I'm sure that was tough to see on the on the bench oh wow did he not did he have another goalie starting yeah he had had both goalies he had all three I think uh, he might have I think he might have had Reimer going when it was the backup yeah I think Kakinen played instead of Reimer and he had oh right so he didn't even get the start so that would have been uh that would have been would have been that would have been a a definite yeah, well, it would have changed my strategy, but uh, yeah, Fair. definitely would have That's made true. it a lot closer. And then Demko gets absolutely blown up with a 4.0 oh, yeah. goals against and a 8.46 save percentage in that game. So yeah, that's tough. Um, you know, sometimes that happens. I mean, you wouldn't, you certainly wouldn't normally think about sitting uh, Demko over Bennington, but uh, yeah, if Reimer's not starting, Neil's got to gotta make that switch, I think, with how close that matchup was. Anyways... Um, we'll look at your weak performers here and some pretty, <clears throat> excuse me, some pretty high profile names. I'm sure uh, you're maybe a little worried about, but Roman Yossi, uh, three games played, no points, minus five, 17 shots on goal. It's not for lack of trying two hits and six blocks. So he's still, he's still shooting a lot. He's getting decent block numbers, but just, I mean, the point the season last year was incredible and he's uh, off to a rocky start to be sure. Mo Sider as well, the spit of a surprise first overall pick this year in the draft. Another three games played, one assist, minus four, was a power play point, that assist. Uh, five shots, four hits, and seven blocks. So a little bit underwhelming from him as well. And then your goalies across the board, uh, no one was particularly <laughs> good. All of them with the goals against at least 3.33. And save percentage, the lowest was eight, or sorry, the highest was eight eighty-eight. So, and that was Hellebuck. So, not uh, not a great week for your attendees. No, they did manage to get the game started, which uh, I'm, I'm I hope I can get at a minimum here. We'll see with Grubauer out what happens. Um, yeah, I've read that Yossi apparently is you know one of the the cat leaders or in uh, expected goals for. Not that those stats are anything but bullshit, but I'll take what I can get at this point. Um, MVP, who'd you go with? Um, I went with Horvat here. Same. Um, the four goals, the 51 faceoff wins as well. And he led your, so he's second in shots too, which I think is not what you drafted him for. 
but uh, uh, still. Well, the know, four goals up, were a lovely surprise too. Like you know, yeah. I, I kind of expected around thirty from him on the season, and he's uh, pacing for for more. Uh, but uh, yeah, loving that stat line. Don't disagree with you there. So we'll hop into our next one, uh, <clears throat> which was another close matchup here between uh, Big Cat Average. <laughs> I guess that's my average cat meow. Or maybe it was too sad. I don't know. And the real Slim Brady. Uh, yours truly, Manager Matt K won this one 7-4 over Manager Jags, uh, handing him his second loss of the season. Goalie Cat's coming up big on the uh, Sunday here for you as we'll get into it. Uh, in terms of prize banana, you were 7th with a 5-5-1 five, five, record, and Jags was 10th with a 2-9-0. and zero. Yeah, it's interesting because I was thinking about, um, I, I just realized how many more games played you had than I did. I only had 62 games played and you had 73, um, which I didn't realize that there was such a l- potential large gap there, but it makes me think about if there should be like a game, like games played weighted stat. You're going to average the shit out. Something, so I don't know. Work, work, my spreadsheets well, are crumpling under the pressure. Oh, no, already. no. I, I mean, I just, I just, it's just for more of a topic of conversation. <laughs> like if someone has 80 games and someone has 65, yeah. how are, are they really that comparable? Um, unless it comes but then to at down the to same time, it's like, but, yeah, exactly. You know, management. And it averages out over the course of the season. So it's, yeah. uh, I, I think it does. I'm sure it, it's just, I'm just talking off the top of my head, but I'll look at Jags' team here with the strong players. Um, Really a hot topic before the draft, but then uh, slid all the way through Nico Heeshear. Three games played for the Devils. Two goals, four assists, plus five. Power play point, 11 shots, 37 faceoff wins, four hits, and two blocks. That is impressive from him. Tim Stutzel as well. Uh, One goal, four assists, plus three uh, one power play point, five shots, ten faceoff wins, three hits, and four blocks, and that is the start of many high-performing Senators from this past week. And Crosby as well, three games played, one goal, three assists, nine shots, twenty-seven faceoff wins, three hits, and three blocks. So good week for Sid the Kid. Indeed, yeah. I mean, I love reading all those. Oh, who you should pick up for week three? And they're like Nico Heischer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Mickey like, Mouse yeah. Leagues. And then they list they list ten other people that you know were drafted in their league, let alone picked up off the wire. But uh, uh, looking at the strong players for you, we will start off with uh, that uh, Ottawa Senators team: Brady Kachuk, three goals, four assists, plus three, three power play points, sixteen shots, eight faceoff wins, nine hits, and a block. Gotta love that. What a beast. Uh, and then uh, Rasmus Dallin, obviously a listener to the pod and took my meh comment to heart. Uh, I believe he's currently leading the NHL in goals. Am I right on that one? Uh, uh, he, I've, I've seen comments in the Yahoo chat for Rocket, but um, they say that about uh, someone who scores one goal on any given night. So, But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he had three more uh, with two assists, plus five, two power play points, 10 shots, Six hits and nine blocks. Uh, Matt just uh, potentially offered me a trade straight up for Cider, and reading that stat line, I might have to consider it a little more strongly here. Uh, and in uh, in that, we'll do a quick shout out to Huso for the Sunday heroics here, uh, coming in big with uh, he got the win, uh, just let in the one goal and a nine seventy save percentage on the Sunday, um, which was which was large. 
Yeah, that was clutch. These goalie categories were quite a bit closer heading into Sunday, and Huso uh, and Varlamov was fine in his own right. Three goals, yeah. three point goals against in a nine oh six. So, if either one at, at one point, if either one of them had, you know, let in a couple more goals, it would have been tough. And I was worried about Varlamov playing Florida, but it turned out to be okay. Um, we'll take a look at Jags' weak players. Uh, sometimes the rookies aren't the best to own in fantasy, but Maddie Beniers won in, uh, what was it? Three, four games played for the Kraken. One goal, minus five, uh, nine shots, 16 faceoff wins, four hits and two blocks. But that minus five, um, is, is a tough number to stomach coming from someone who has rostered many heavy minus players in the past few years. Um, <laughs> Miro Heiskanen as well in three games played for Dallas, just one goal, uh, plus three, it was a power play point, six shots, three hits, and two blocks. So uh, he hoping for some more production from him. He hasn't had more than one. He hasn't had more than one hit or block in a game, except for one game where he had four blocks. So hoping to get those peripherals up a little bit now that his ice time is pretty high. Um, and Cal Peterson and Alex Najelkovic, neither of them. Um, had good we or Alex Stalock, but at least he got the win, and he was just a pickup on the um, to try and make Sunday a bit closer. But Ned and uh, Cal Peterson combined for three starts, one win, uh, roughly 4.0 goals against, and about an 860 save percentage. So I guess with, with scoring being up, goaltending tends to be down. Everyone had some some bad goalie performances this week for the most part, and that there was ten individual goalies rostered in this matchup. Uh, with 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 Jags throwing six out, or well, yeah, he had six at least show up. So, yeah, uh, four of them started, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, sorry, seven. At, sorry, seven. Only Jags started four. Yeah, yeah, just just with Jags. Yeah, and looking at your weak players here, I think it was just in the two games with Mister Ryan Strom and Anaheim. Uh, pointless minus two, just the one shot, two blocks. He did have the nineteen faceoff wins. Uh, I assume he's there for the Anaheim off night face-off win. So uh, uh, whether or not he's worth it, that will that will be up to you. Um, and then, honestly, the skater side, I feel like everybody else kind of did their job. Um, so I'll just go to Sorokin here in net. Two games started, no wins, a 420 goals against, and an 882 save percentage. Yeah, not a great week uh, for Sorokin. And I was I was looking in the Yahoo chat and someone was like, is he worth picking up in my league? And I'm like, what kind of leagues do these people play in? <laughs> Sorokin was like a fourth or fifth round goalie in probably, you know, in almost every league. He's supposed to be take the lion's share of the um, the starts. But anyways, um, MVP, who did, who did you go with here? I had to go with our boy Brady Kachuk, even though those cats weren't necessarily close. It was just too beastly of a stat line to uh, to say no. Yeah, I went with. I ended up going with Dolan just because he also led the team in blocks, and that was a bit of a closer one. Um, sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I it was one of the you know it was one A and one B that kind of thing. Both had great weeks. And with that, we will go into the next matchup, which is manager jeff and a whole new world versus manager matt and stash poppy and this was jeff pulls to one and one here convincing win versus matt t putting up some staggering offensive numbers um he did have six games play advantage but uh goaltending was still an issue for jeff here 
uh, and Matt T had one of the stronger goaltending performances on the week. Um, and Jeff earned third spot on the prized banana rankings here at eight, one and two. And Matt T was fourth at eight, three and oh, so that's really unlucky, um, drawing that matchup as he had, you know, like a, a like a 70% chance of beating everyone else. Um, but just happened to run into Jeff here. Yeah, this one was crazy. Like, did they they put up uh, like a hundred points combined, right? Yeah, I saw Jeff's totals. I was like, holy smokes, hundred and four points. Yeah, it's wild. Um, very large on the offensive explosion. We'll take a look. I was listening to an old pod here to get my recap on the rivalry week, and uh, I remembered that I just call Matt Teen now Matt Poppy. Uh, so I'll, 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 I'll do that. Um, he's also requested that you do sound effects. Uh, he has a lot of requests, but uh, you know, I'll just pass that long one along. Uh, Fair. so looking at Matt Poppy's strong players, we'll start off with Nikushkin on Colorado here, three goals, five assists, plus four, two power play points, 13 shots, seven hits <coughs> and three blocks. Uh, I believe he leads the league in points. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong, but I know at least he's up there. It's Panarin and, right uh, now with 12. Nah, but he's maybe. got 11. He's right there. Yeah. Uh, and our favorite defenseman, Pioink, uh, in Winnipeg with three goals, one assist, nine shots, 11 hits, and four blocks. And then in net, uh, you could have chosen a few of his goalies, but Samsonov here stood out. Two games started, two wins, a 146 and a 949 save percentage. Yeah, and with Murray being out for a while, he's going to be carrying the lion's share of the workload in um, in the Toronto net, so hopefully he can keep that up. Looking at Jeff's team, we've got namesake Sebastian Ajo in three games played, two goals, five assists, minus two, four power play points, six shots, 26 face-off wins, five hits, and a block. Johnny Gaudreau as well settling in in Columbus in four games played, three goals, two assists, plus one, 15 shot on goal, shots on goal and zeros uh, past that but that's to be expected from uh, Mr. Gaudreau. Drake Batherson as well he had a huge week um, three games played three goals four assists plus four three power play points 11 shots one face-off win and seven hits and Matthew Kachuk um, I guess with all these numbers no surprise that Jeff put together the week that he did uh, one goal, four assists, plus one, 21 shots, four face-off wins, two hits, and three blocks. And to be honest, when I looked at this initially, I was like, man, Jeff has to be prized banana with those numbers. Oh, yeah. 25 goals and 34 assists, plus 17. But uh, the goalies let him down. I think that's probably where um, where the change happened. Yeah, yeah. I tried to throw a, a trade offer at him for Goudreau. We were talking about, you know, maybe Gudis and Reinhardt, but he rejected me. Um, so we'll see if I'm able to pry him out of there. Although I don't know, he was, he was offering him. I wasn't necessarily, you know, going after him, but, uh, I do love watching him on the jackets. Uh, we will go on to the weak side for manager, Matt Poppy. Honestly, his skaters all did well. I mean, bad luck with, uh, Philip. Is it Chitel Chitel? I was looking at potentially picking him up on the Sunday. He got hurt 11 seconds in. Oh, that's uh, rough. He dropped uh, my my new boy Wi-Fi uh, Arbor Jackeye uh, after one. he only got him three hits. But uh, him and Gudis are going to lead me to the promised land, but that's not for this matchup. So I'll just talk about maybe uh, Skinner and Edmonton. One game started, zero wins, a 310 goals against an 870 save percentage. And 
since dropped. So yeah, he and didn't last dropped. very long. Um, and with Jeff, we we spoke about his offensive output, and there's t- aren't too many weak players to mention. I'll just talk about Seth Jarvis. Three games played, one goal, plus two, six shots, three hits, and two blocks. Very popular breakout um, option by a lot of fantasy experts this season. Everyone was like Seth Jarvis, left, right, and center as a, a late pick in the drafts, but hasn't started, hasn't delivered quite yet. Um, and Anthony Mantha as well, who has since been dropped. He only had one goal, minus two, uh, four shots, five hits, two blocks. And uh, his goalies, Freddie Anderson and Darcy Kemper, were okay. Um, They combined for uh, five games started, three wins, a 323 goals against, and an 895. So um, not as good as he would hope. Indeed. Uh, MVP, who'd you go with? Yeah, I went with Batherson here, um, just to really another seven points for another senator but very very impressive yeah i ended up uh, with aho uh as assist and face-off wins were, were fairly close there for him uh but yeah but i mean both great performances uh we'll head on to our next matchup here with dj zabanajad versus gritty uh he was defeated manager brendan defeated danny 8-4 and you know what? It was it was relatively close. Uh, assists were one by three, uh, blocks Brendan one by two, and then the save percentage was was fairly close, an eight ninety five to an eight eighty two. Uh, plus minus was also only separated by three. Brendan was ninth in prize banana at a three eight and zero, and Danny was eleventh with a one nine and one. And that surprises me that Brandon was that far down. He had, it looked like he had a decent offensive week, but maybe it's the it's the peripheral stats, only 132 shots on goal, lower faceoff wins, hits, and blocks. But anyways, we'll look at his uh, stronger players, and he was absolutely buoyed by a couple of them. Andrei Svechnikov, uh, his first-round pick um, in three games played with Carolina, five goals, one assist, three power play points, 13 shots, and four hits. So a really strong week from him. Um, look at Panarin as well. Panarin had a huge week, three goals, three assists, minus three, which is impressive in in and of itself. Um, four power play points, 10 shots, a hit and a block. And then, uh, Nick Suzuki, Mika Zibanejad, David Perron and Rasmus Anderson each had four points. So a lot of, uh, scoring coming out from Brendan's team and Alex Georgiev as well, um, for Colorado. Three games started, two wins, a 3.00 goals against, and a 9.12 save percentage. So not incredible, but um, not terrible either. Yeah, and on Danny's side, it's the usual suspects here. McKinnon, two goals, three assists, two power play points, 20 shots, 51 face-offs, and 10 hits on three blocks. Uh, Zuccarello here is, keeps his good start. Two goals, four assists, three on the power play, 15 shots and a smattering of other stats. And uh, Ovi, two goals, two assists, nine shots on goal, 12 hits. And I always discount Zuccarello in the draft. Well, I, I guess it's yeah. only been the last two years that he's been good, and no one knew about him before last year, really. Um, but another, yeah, he's ranked 20th overall right now, despite being minus seven, so having another strong start. And weak players for manager Brendan, uh, Andrew Kopp, in three games played, had no points, minus two, five shots, 15 face-off wins, two hits, and two blocks. So kind of like, well, I don't know if it's like Ryan Strom, but um, he's there for face-off wins and hits and such. Um, 
not providing the points at the moment. Although he did get the center right wing eligibility. I think he started off the season as a locked center. Uh, I'd have to double check that, but we'll get the intern on it. Um, Nino Niederreiter as well. Three games played, just the one assist, minus four, five shots, uh, one faceoff win, seven hits and two blocks. And Elias Lindholm off to a bit of a tough start this season. He's currently mm-hmm. ranked 280th overall in our league. Uh, three games played, just the one goal, minus three. Uh, it was a power play goal, four shots, 30 faceoff wins and four hits. So probably the most, um, you know, only four shots over three games is a little bit concerning. He was, a, he's been a beast shooting and everything the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, looking at uh, manager Danny's side, um, it's tough. Cause like the strong, like there's only a couple strong performances. So everybody else kind of seems uh, average relative to each other. Uh, I guess we could look in net here. Jonathan quick, two games started one win a four twenty and an eight seventy eight. Uh, you had a, a few guys here just with a couple points, uh, and he didn't. It was he had a lot of guys on the Saturday that uh, he had benched, and looking at them, they're probably the right guys to be benched. Uh, but I guess we could touch on Kyle Connor here, just the one assist, minus five, eleven shots as expected with five hits and two blocks. But he's only got two points this season, which uh, I think is you know surprising to everybody in five games now. So uh, we'll see if he can, I mean, I, he will bounce back. We'll see when he does bounce back though. Yeah. There's a few people who are off to pretty slow starts. Um, Kyle Connor being one of them. Uh, MVP, who, who'd you go with here? MVP? I don't know. Uh, I was debating between Svetch or Panarin. Yeah. I went Panarin just because, why did I do that? Maybe because of power play points. I can't remember. Anyways, I went with Panarin. Um, yeah, yeah. You can take Svetch if you want. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we've forgotten to do our. Uh, I think so far of all the matchups, we've been correct in our predictions from last week, right? Um, we both picked myself. We both picked you. Did we? Did we both? Uh, I, think, pick, I don't think we, we probably picked Jeff. I think picked, we picked I think Matt. You pick, I think you picked Jeff. I think you might have picked Jeff because I think we didn't want to pick everyone being the same. But I, wonder if well, I, I think I that would have been an earlier one, wouldn't it? I think it was the last two. I think it was Ryan and the, uh, Ryan and Mitch and Drew and uh, Michael that we separated on. It's possible. I'll, but I, I'll I review the tape, but I think I yeah. think we <laughs> we both picked Matt, so we were wrong on that one. Yeah, uh, we both picked Brendan, so we were right on that one. But uh, all right, well we're, we're caught up. So so we, far we're batting seventy five. Yeah, we're caught up and potentially completely wrong, but we shall see. Um, And next matchup, uh, we'll look at manager Nellius Begelia. That's Michael versus Rat Squad and manager Drew. Was that (laughs) just a little chirp for the, (laughs) a little teeth kiss for the rat there? Um, But this was, uh, this was a continuation of a rough start for Michael losing to Drew. This one was uh, as far apart as it could be almost. Um, Drew was first in the prize banana rankings at 10 0 and one. And Michael was last at 0 11 and one. Um, and Drew won this matchup nine to three. Um, I think Michael's, he's going to need some production from his mid and lower end guys to, you know, keep, uh, try to get competitive in some of these matchups here. Yeah. And like looking at manager Drew style line, it doesn't seem spectacular to be the prize banana 
So I will double check the formulas, but like, I mean, I, you know, I 0.91 agree. save percentage is, you know, was fourth best Fine. on the week. Uh, 2.7 was deep. started in wins. Yeah. Yeah. Wins. Lots he was tied off wins and shots. That's a lot of shots. 157. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, uh, looking, yeah, I guess it, it probably is just, uh, one of those weeks where it all came together. Minus one was very high for this week. Pretty well much. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll look at it. Uh, but anyways, <coughs> Oof. uh, manager drew <coughs> all good. <laughs> uh, looking at the strong players, uh, Pavelski here, I believe this was part of his hat trick performance. Uh, where did he go? There he is. Three goals, one assist, two on the power play, plus two, 10 shots, eight faceoffs with a hit and two blocks. Uh, John Carlson had a strong week, two goals, three assists, two on the power play with plus minus of one, 14 shots, 10 blocks, and two hits. And then uh, two Boston boys. Boston's not dead yet. Um, I feel like everybody, and myself included, is always ready to say, hey, this is it. But uh, so far not. All mark three games started, three wins, a 230 goals against, and a 924 save. Bergeron with two goals, three assists, plus three. One power play point, 14 shots, a whopping 65 face-off wins, three hits, and five blocks. And that's why we love Bergeron. Those 65 face-off wins, he still he shoots like crazy. I've never owned him, but I, I would love to. Oh, he's a um, treat. He's ranked third overall right now. Um, and yeah, he just he keeps on going out there and putting up big seasons. Uh, for manager Michael, um it's pretty top heavy here mcdavid had a good week in three games played one goal four assists uh, one power play point 10 shots 24 face-off wins three hits in a block and kareel kaffers off in three games played as well three games started two wins minus one two power play points 13 shots five hits and a block and a shout out to tristan yari who continues um what is a really strong start for him and he's got two games started, two wins, a 2.01 goals against, and a 9.44 save percentage. So, very impressive stuff from the Pittsburgh goalkeeper. Indeed. And, uh, <clears throat> whoops, looking at his weak players, uh, Noah Hannafin, I believe he was injured here. Uh, but I guess we just got the one game played out of him. Uh, minus one, three shots, two hits, and one block. And uh, Ivan Barbashev, another guy who actually, no, he, he wasn't injured in two games, just uh, pointless, three shots, five face-off wins, and two hits. But the rest of the guys did pretty well. Yeah, and looking at negative guys for manager Michael's team, uh, he had 14 players with one point or less, which is wow. pretty incredible. Um, Jordan Stahl, Ryan O'Reilly, Lucas Raymond, Luke Shen, Ben Sherratt, Victor Arvidsson, um, and Aaron Eckblad, although that's a bit unfair, um, all had no points. So it was a tough, uh, very tough offensive output for Michael this week. Only two guys had double-digit shots, So, and that was McDavid and Kaprizov. So mm-hmm. some definite work to be done there. Um, and... Marc-Andre Fleury had an okay week, but not great. Uh, two games started, one win, a 3.31 goals against, and an 889 save percentage. I feel like Michael, I mean, he won goals against in save percentage, but he's going to need probably pretty strong weeks from Yari and Fleury on a regular basis. If, I mean, assuming the 
offensive output doesn't um, reverse trend a little bit. Yeah, no, I hear you. And and looking at the stat line, uh, like manager Drew, he he just put up average to good numbers in all the categories. So I think uh, yeah. I think it was just one of those weeks where um, the jack of all trades beats beats the beats the rest kinda, of the deck. Kind of Tetris but, uh, is in there, you know. Everything yeah. just fits right to beat the to be the prize banana, and that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh, MVP. I went with Mister Bergeron here. Did he go elsewhere? Uh, I went with Allmark. Um, yeah, for those, yeah, for the three games started three wins. That's, uh, and to have good peripherals, it's uh, somewhat rare so far this season. It seems it has been, it has been indeed. So, uh, I think that was the one we, we, I went with Drew, you went with Michael. Um, so, uh, that, uh, bumps me up by one in our competition. Uh, as, as of now, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to the tape. Uh, but uh, our next and final matchup recap here is another fairly close one, although uh, Stammer Time winning 7-5 over top Shafley. Uh, Manager Ryan won his categories more convincingly, I would say, than Manager Mitch's wins. Um, Ryan was uh, second in the prize banana with a 10-1-0, and, and Mitch was... I didn't pad up his rank. Let me get it. It was five, five, and three, which was good enough for fifth. So uh, a tough loss, well, tough loss for manager Mitch, but uh, he can take heart knowing that his team uh, is still looking strong. That was a good. Uh, was that a pun? I think that was a good pun. If it was, um, but anyways, we will uh, look at the strong uh, performers for manager Mitch, and we'll start with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, where is he? It's fourth here. down. There he is. And in three games played, he had two goals, three assists. He was even, uh, two power play points, 11 shots, four face-off wins, four hits, and two blocks. Kale McCarr, um, coming back to life a little bit, four games played, four assists, plus one, three power play points, seven shots, nine hits, and seven blocks. And then the subject of your pun, Carter Hart, what a resurgence he is having to start the yeah. season. And we are all going to be kicking ourselves for not picking him up. I mean, he, he, I'm sure he won't keep it up to this level, but even the, even, you know, the performance that he's offered the first four games, it's, we should all be kicking ourselves already, but uh, two games started two wins, a 1.5 goals against and a nine fifty seven save percentage. And he was really, he was really on my radar after beating Vancouver and New Jersey. And I was like, okay, well he's got Tampa, Florida and Nashville coming up. So Let's see how he does there. Um, and just thinking about dropping Varlamov, who's the second in with the Islanders. And then they, he beats Tampa 3-2, saving 36 of 38 shots, and he got snapped up. So um, ranked 16th overall right now. I don't think anyone, even Mitch is a Philly fan, right? I don't think yeah. anyone would have predict, uh, predicted that. No, it's, uh, I mean, your classic Tortorella team coming out firing. Um, I, and you know, yeah, same weird two peas in the pod thinking there. I was also like, oh, he also does poorly at away games. was not the case. Um, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, great pickup. We'll see. I also missed out on the Blackwood train. I was looking at him. I was like, oh, is he going to start to be with me? Like a fucking, like, this is why, like zero goalie strategy is the way to do it. I'm just such an absolute pussy when it comes to making the pickups when needed. Like, why am I hanging on to Grubauer? Anyways, 
Yeah, um, I don't know. At least I'm hanging on to Varlamov to get all the starts out of <laughs> New York. But I mean, that's not much of a better reason. New York is not going to win 80, 60 games or something. Anyways. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, looking at the strong players for uh, manager Ryan, uh, we've got uh, Pasternak continuing his hot start. Three goals, three assists, plus one, two power play points, 26 shots on goal, uh, one faceoff win and one block with four hits. Uh, Stephen Stamkos continues his goal, you know, absolute tear. Three goals, one assist, was minus one, but four power play points. Nine shots, 30 face-off wins, three hits, and four blocks. And uh, in net, his third goalie picked has been the only one worth his salts. Jake Ottinger, three, or two games started, two wins, a 150 goals against, and a 949 save. Yeah, Otter's been incredible, and Pasternak, his lowest shot output in a game this season is five. It's always been five or higher, six, five, eight, five, eight, five so far. That is just an incredible um, shot output. Um, and we will look at manager Mitch's weak players here. Namesake, Mark Shifley, four games played, only one goal, minus five, eight shots, 31 faceoff wins, four hits, and two blocks. Um, I bel- does he play with uh, Kyle Connor? Um, of, I, I, I think, think he plays so. with Connor and Ehlers, yeah. right? He, but Ehlers um, is injured because I know uh, Perfetti is playing with Dubois right now. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, you think you have to imagine Shifley will turn it around when uh, Connor and the Jets all kind of turn it around. But um, Timo Meyer as well. I wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. he probably wasn't going to repeat from last year, but he's uh, four games played. Just uh, one assist, minus two, 15 shots, a face-off win, six hits, and two blocks. And he only has two points through eight games right now. Um, the, the Sharks have played a ton of games um, with starting this schedule over in Europe, but only two points is a really tough start for him. John Klingberg in four games played for the Ducks, no points, minus three, six shots, five hits, and five blocks. And Shesterkin, not, well, no, he wasn't very good. Two games started, one win, 3.48 goals against, and an 8.57 save percentage. Um, so how who would have thought that we were saying Carter Hart's stats were undone by Igor Shesterkin? Yeah, certainly, <laughs> certainly not me. And Craig Anderson. He and had Anderson incredible. had a 9.67. Like, Shesterkin was, uh, he was the runt of the litter here. So um, yeah. it's, it's always wild times in fantasy time. hockey. Yeah, he, he and was. see another another thing for the zero goalies, like you know the, the top goalies aren't necessarily going to be the top goalies next year. But anyways, I digress. Um, we'll look on the weak side, and I'm not going to digress because we're going to dive right back into it on manager Ryan's side. Markstrom and Soros here combined for four games started, just the one win, uh, roughly a three forty goals against, and uh, an eight seventy five save percentage. So. Both of them have yet to reclaim their last season glory. I imagine it will happen sooner than later, but um, you never know. Pretty scary, though, for for Ryan to be, yeah, top two in prize <laughs> banana weeks one and two. It is, yeah, with his top two picks shitting the bed. Yeah, so uh, um, he's best th- better things ahead for Ryan, which could be scary for the rest of the league, I think. Yeah, yeah, we just all have to rise to the occasion. Don't you worry, fellas. I'll uh, take them down a notch this week. But uh, looking at the skaters, uh, I mean, once again, you know, 
I mean, I guess Dumba and uh, Eric Hollow were pointless, but they did their jobs on the perifs, so hard to fault anybody on the squad at the moment. Yeah, uh, MVP, who, who'd you go with? I have to imagine. I, I would imagine we're in, yeah, I went past it too. I was going to say, I have yeah. to imagine we're unanimous here, but I could have, uh, well, it could have been Ottinger, but Ryan lost both been, goals but... against the save percentage. So, um, yeah. And Carter Hart was even better. So that's just the way the world goes right now. He was there. And uh, I think we split on this one here with manager Ryan and manager Mitch, right? Yes, I believe I took Ryan and you took Mitch, I think. I think it was the other way around, actually. Oh, you think it was the other way around? No, I'm hey, just I'll, I'll, play, I'll play the tape. I'll play the <laughs> I, tape. I, I will uh, I'd love to hear it. I got to yeah, think. I got to think. If I'm going to be exposed every week, I need to make make more thought, take a little well, more I'm, thought. I'm pretty sure I'm it was right after I said, oh, this is for 100 bucks each matchup. And you're like, oh, in that case, I'm definitely taking Mitch. That oh, maybe. A joke. Yeah. No, no, no. I remember. Um, yeah, so whatever. I'll go. With, it's not like we're gonna. Not like we have money on the line. I'll go with Mitch. For oh this no, one. There, there's a hundred dollars um, every week online here, Matthew. Okay, well then I'll definitely go with Mitch. So, all right. <laughs> but anyways, go. that's our recap. Um, before we do our look ahead, oh, this was another tidbit I got from our last pod when I re-listened. Uh, do we want to do the debuting of the power rankings first? Sure. You want to just run through them 12 to 1 and we'll uh, we'll take turns? Sounds good. I'll start at uh, number 12. So before we hop in, once again, this is all the uh, powerful algorithm here taking in the last two weeks. And then, you know, once we have more than two weeks, they will factor it in. But uh, obviously more recent matters. Manager Michael coming in 12th. And at 11th, we have Manager Danny. Uh, and some familiar customers here at the bottom, uh, manager Neil coming in 10th. And at number nine, uh, at, at two and O oh, and probably won't be happy about it, but manager Brendan. Yeah. I, I wish we were still living together so I could, uh, hear his angry footsteps as he comes over to confront me <laughs> after listening. Um, but, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe he'll understand that, uh, you know, his, his wins while they're wins, they weren't, uh, the best of wins. So. Uh, we'll see. Number eight, we've got manager Jags. He's at zero and two, but he's lost to some high-performing guys. He has, and I mean, Brendan will be the. I mean, Brendan will be the first to understand that a win's a win, though, right? He can have a good wins week. A you got to get those yeah. wins under the belt. It's like me every yeah. season. I seem to be like sixth or seventh in the in the power rankings, but somehow end up like thirteen and four or whatever it is. But, um, anyways, at number seven, we have manager Jeff. And at number six, we've got yours truly, Manager Steele. Number five, Manager Drew. That's probably, I don't know if he was ever that high last season. Curious. No, and it was it was yeah. from uh, the big uh, big week this week, obviously. Uh, yeah, for pushing sure. him into that category. Uh, at number four, we've got Manager Mitch. And number three, yours truly, number two. Uh, that's myself, Manager Matt K. And at uh, number two, with a tough loss this week, Matt, or did he? No, did he? I think he lost. Yeah, Matt Poppy. And right. at number one, uh, back, well, not back-to-back prize banana winner, but uh, manager Ryan, strong start to the season. Um, hopefully this keeps his involvement up this year after being a bit of a down year for him last year. Uh, off to yeah. a, about as hot of a start as it could be. 
yeah, I think his his overall record against the league would be twenty one and one. So uh, pretty impressive. Um, all uh, that's got to be know, nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll make sure it's at least uh, thirty two and one next week. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, uh, that's the power rankings. I hope it causes you want as it much controversy as it always. Two or something when you want his losses. I just want to, to hand him his second second loss against the league, is, and then I don't care how everybody else does, kind of thing. That's very selfish of you, but understood. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't guarantee that many performances, no, I'm just, but uh, I'm just, well, just I'm what just I can do. Uh, so we'll look into its rivalry week time. I was thinking maybe adding sound effects, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. You need uh, a soundboard. Get, I know. Get all, get like all the, we actually really <laughs> should. Yeah. Transitions for everything. Live shows. Yeah. Man alive. I wish we had a larger viewership than I think we're averaging 13 play. Like, I don't know who the, because I don't necessarily listen to it on Spotify and I don't think you do. So maybe we've got some random listeners that they're like, oh, what's the banana? They're just hanging on the every word of our league. They're like, Oh my goodness. I love (laughs) it. I can't even see the page, but this is just on the edge of my seat right now. I love it. Just in casual leagues with Yahoo, just destroying it off of our advice. But, uh, we've got the, so uh, we'll always look back at our, our fallen rivals. Uh, we had the podium bowl with Alex McLean and uh, yours truly manager, Matt K. They met four times in the playoffs. Uh, primarily in the bronze matchup, uh, but uh, RIP there. Then we had the grinder bowl between uh, Jeff and Neil. Both have moved on to greener pastures. And we had the roommate bowl with uh, Danny versus John, who, man, he, 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 was, he was a flash in the pan, uh, burning hot, and then within two weeks he was done. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it being that short. That's hilarious. Well, it was just it was just like it was it was he was there that he was involved, and then he just absolutely got steamrolled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that R.I.P. to those three. Uh, we'll hop into the first one here. Um, it's been called the Rookie Bowl, the Sophomore Bowl, perhaps the Junior Bowl, the Rogaine Bowl. I'm thinking maybe the emoticon bowl. Is that the right word for, uh, as they always like to have little. Yeah. The uh, emoji are they emojis bowl? or the, yeah. Are they emojis or are they emoticons? I don't know. Uh, we've got manager Jags and manager drew. Uh, they've split it two and two over the past two years. So uh, who do you think's going to come out on top in this battle between 10th and fifth currently in the league, man, this is a tough one. Um, 17 shots already? What is happening? Thomas Shabbat with five. He yeah. sure with three. He sure's keeping having He's trying to get week. that get rid of that minus two, but um well he's got I think he's got a fair number of people playing right now, but he Raquel's does. already two points. Wow. Yeah. Um yeah, I man, this is a tough one because it doesn't look like they've started their lineups for the whole week. 54 games played to 47. Um so hard to say if there's a games played advantage. Um, man, this is a tough call. I'm going to go with I... manager Jags. Um, okay. We'll see if manager Drew can can repeat that un- incredible performance, but uh, manager Jags, I think, is hungry for that first win. Yeah, I am concerned about 
um, manager Jags is goaltending a bit besides Vasilevsky, but right now he has Staylock and Eric Comrie. Um, so I'll go, I'll go with Drew just on, the, I, I think Thompson, Bobrovsky and Allmark, especially with Allmark playing as well as he did. Um, I think he'll probably, uh, maybe get start, start to take a bit more of the timeshare away from, uh, Jeremy Swayman. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm, uh, we'll see what happens on here. Um, we'll hop on to my favorite named bowl, the succulent bowl. It's uh, Neil versus Danny and their 12 season combined playoff drought. Um, once again, this was uh, 2015 was the last time Neil see, saw playoff action. Uh, some songs from 2015 were Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. Drag me down <laughs> by one direction. Hello by Adele. And uh, number one, Uptown Funk. Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. So uh, some throwbacks there for you. Manager Neil is uh, has a 7-4-3 record uh, in the regular season, obviously. And uh, who do you have here? Um, I think, oh, Neil still got Quinn Hughes just chilling on IR on his lineup. But that's a classic Neil move. Um well, it's, he's got three. He's got three IR people right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Would you, Would you be surprised if he didn't have three IR people? But, <laughs> um, I'll go with Neil here. I'm worried about Danny's goalies. Blackwood. He's given up three already to uh, yeah, Washington, and not through the second. And then Forsberg is out, so not playing tonight. And then Spencer Knight is his third. So, um, who's only Spencer Knight's only started two games so far. Yeah, um, I noticed so, last matchup too. Manager Danny didn't start Spencer Knight on the Sunday. I don't know if that was a strategy move to split that he was happy with how the quarter categories were, but I digress. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Neil here, and uh, we'll, we'll see see the out. Barkoff needs to turn it around though. He's only got four points, no goals so far. He's typically yeah. Maybe he's missing. Uh, although Huberdeau didn't even play on his line, right? So maybe power play missing Huberdeau. But anyways. Yeah, and Huberto on the other side of this matchup only plays two games this week. So uh, looking at these squads, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll side with you on this one with manager Neil. Taking home his first win of the year. And with, with uh, that, do you want to lead us into the next one? Sounds good. I, I, I got all the... I don't know. I don't think it's the right order on how I'm going with them. But we've got the KFC and the BFG Bowl... Uh, manager Matt K, yours truly, and manager Michael. Uh, it the record is two one and one in favor of yours truly. Uh, you you got any thoughts on this one? You guys got any bets on the line? Uh, yeah, I talked to Michael about it a little bit today about rivalry week, and um, he's a he's I guess understandably so down on his team right now. So um, <laughs> but I think we're still we're still gonna put a round of golf up there. Um, and you know anything can happen. It's just it's just one week. It's just a, a little snapshot of the season. But uh, I'm, I mean, I'm certainly going to take myself. Um, I would anyways, but also based on, I've I've had a pretty strong start, and Michael's had had a, a less than satisfactory start. I would think. Yeah. No. I'm I'm with you the 100 percent here. Um, yeah. I'm going to go 100. percent Well, uh, hopefully, I can take it home. That's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, but uh, manager Michael's team is in disarray and they need some strong leadership. So we'll see if he's able to provide it. 
Uh, we'll hop on to another matchup that I love, the Coastal Buds Bowl. And woo, 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 we've got a jersey bet on the line. Love Ooh. to see it. Love to hear it. Manager Jeff with a whole new world versus Top Shifley and Manager Mitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, it they sounded got, like an angel descending from heaven. I, that's 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 just what comes to mind when I see that picturesque looking globe. Um, there you go. The other hemisphere. Show me that North America and South America. Uh, <laughs> anyways. It always boggles my mind, like the time zones there. But anyway, I, I digress. I don't think it's geographically accurate. But uh, we, we've got, yeah, so it's going to be a Tyler Tafoli <coughs> to jersey uh, for manager Jeff if he wins and a Carter Hart jersey for manager oh, Mitchell. Wow. Um, so uh, I'm going to make a prediction here and say by rivalry week number two, none of those guys are going to be rostered on these teams. I was wonder. Wow. I was like, man, Toffoli versus. Uh, Car- I like how it's interesting to call the players before the rivalry weeks even it's, happen. It's, I mean, it's the favorites. It's the favorite players from the favorite teams. Uh, so, f- yeah, for the Flames fair. for Jeffrey Toffoli. I believe this is only Flames player, and uh, Philly for. I guess he'd rather Hart over D'Angelo, which uh, I'm not gonna, not gonna fault him for that one. Uh, no, I who would, you got I here? Um. This is another tough one. I think they both have uh, pretty good teams. Jeff had such an incredible offensive week this past week, and I cannot figure out how that happened. I'm just looking at his players, and like he's got a good team, but like he had like 60 points. It was ridiculous. Um, I am going to go with... Man, this is tough. I think I'm going to go with Jeff still. I'm don't, I don't have faith yet in Carter Hart and Craig Anderson to keep it up for a whole week. Um, so, and I, I prefer Freddie Anderson and Kemper, but uh, yeah, that's... no, that's fair. I'm going to, I'll go to the other side of this matchup with manager Mitch. Uh, I think uh, he's got some strong guys potentially going here, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see as uh, who wins the first leg of this Jersey bet. Uh, which brings us to our next one, the Waxbuster Bowl between <coughs> manager Brendan with DJ Zabanajad and manager Matt Poppy with Stash Poppy. There, I, I got mixed mixed messages on this one. Uh, Brendan said probably golf as the winner, and manager Matt said, "Let me let me pull up his direct quote here." Um, I should have had it prepped. I apologize, team. He said, no bet so far, exclamation point. Really happy to see Brenny off to a strong start, but even happier to hand him his first L of the season. So, uh, some, some kind, but, uh, I'd say that's a very Canadian chirp. Yeah. Uh, coming from manager Matt. Friendly competition. Poppy. Yeah. Who Jack Campbell is currently not doing his best for Pittsburgh, although we're only one period in. Unlucky to not have Gensel playing tonight too for Matt T. Um, I am going to, I'm going to take Matt T here uh, regardless. I think, um, I think, I think he'll come out with the win. Although if Brent, if some of Brendan's uh, bigger players uh, like, you know, need Lindholm to step up a little bit. Lindholm's only got the two games. Tough to do. True, true. 
you know, and that's all the more reason. That was part of my calculated uh, reason for taking Matt T here. So thank you for uh, pushing me further in that direction. Yeah, I, I'm going to stir the, the fire, the hate fire inside Brendan even more with that nine on the power rankings and, and go with manager Matt here to hand him his first loss of the season. Uh, we'll see what happens, but uh, very exciting anyways. And which leads us to our final matchup. We might have to look for a first name as uh, this was... <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. I apologize here. I'm quickly trying to find the stat. Um, We've had eight combined championships. uh, And last, last season was the first time since 2016 that one of us did not feature in the final. So combined uh, championships. No, eight combined final appearances. Oh, okay, you said championships. I was like, "Holy smokes, we've only played for like eight. We've years. only played eight seasons." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what the 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 title can still stand uh, as you know with the four four champs, eight final appearances. Uh, Ryan's trending to uh, try to make his way back there, and obviously, I will be there to meet him. I. Uh, I currently in the playoffs, he has the two one victory over me, although a couple of those are tiebreakers, and we're now split nine nine in the regular season. Ooh, that's a uh, uh, juicy. We also have a jersey bet online, Ryan. I'm thinking probably a Goudreau uh, reverse retro. I'm thinking that that will that will be the the buy for me for last year. Oh, from winning last year, right? That, yeah. So, and then this year it'd be something. I think Ryan was saying he w- he would want the he might get the Toronto reverse retro, but that might be um, separate from the jersey bet. He might just get Could one because be. they are yeah. they are pretty cool. Um, man, this is a this is the tough matchup to call um, for sure. Um, do you still have Grubauer? Yeah, you do. I'm surprised you IR have him. At the moment. Haven't put Bertuzzi on the IR. Anyways, well, cause I figured if I pick up a goalie, I might as well just have him there and don't have to worry about anything. Uh, yeah. Wait. Oh, sorry. Grub- <laughs> is Grubauer on the IR or is it? Yeah, Grubauer's Bertuzzi? on the IR. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Grubauer and Wilson are on the IR. Yeah. True. Um. Yes, that makes sense. This is gonna be a tough one. Does Saros play? Saracen, they only played two games, Markstrom and, and Nashville. Uh, or, well, Markstrom and Calgary and Saracen, Nashville. Ottinger yeah. does play three. He didn't get the start. He'll play didn't three because he didn't get the start tonight. Um, yeah. So his goalie Boston, advantage Washington, is less. New York. Yeah. But he has, um, he has a way more skater totals. I mean, I don't quite get, like, I, I'm like, man, how does he have so many more? But it's changed all of a sudden from 58 to 63. I don't think we've started it because I think he was in the 70s and I was in the 60s before. That was what I was wondering because when I was looking at mine, I had like 70 people playing this week. And I was like, how does how do I have that many? Uh, yeah, I have 66 now. I don't know how Yahoo, um, how Yahoo does that. But um, I will, you know, I love you to death. But I'm, I'm going to go with Ryan oh. here just on the um, on the prize banana rankings i gotta look at it factually and i know you're gonna take yourself so i gotta try and now that we're counting these uh these predictions i gotta um just think about that a little bit more but i think it's gonna wow. be close and i wouldn't be surprised if you took the win so i'll backtrack a little bit but 
Ryan has done nothing to make me think that he can't beat anyone this year so far. Pretty gutless. Which I think you, how how can you not agree with that? Let's see. Prize Voice banana rankings. At all. <laughs> Prize banana rankings last week. Ryan was second at ten and one. You were sixth at five, four, and two. The week before, Ryan was first at ten, zero, oh, and one, and you were seventh at four, five, and two. Fault, Look where's who my loves whole... the stats all of a sudden. Where is uh, the hole know, in that's, my that's logic? That's fine. That's fine. I, 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 well, because you know, sometimes it's not about the logic; it's about the heart. And, that's true. Uh, that's why this was boys, so tough. My boys know I'm behind them. 24 7, 400 days a year. I'm thinking about fantasy hockey. Manager Ryan, he's a fair weather kind of manager, you know? He's, he's, and, and I think, I think that word gets around the league. So we'll see if his players show up for him this week. I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'll be taking face off wins. I brought in some strong hitters to take that category from him. Um, and you know what? We'll, we'll let the dice roll where they lie because that's what that is. And I'm going to call <laughs> myself here. <laughs> to uh take that first leg of the rivalry bet and uh maybe it'll be a arbor jack guy jersey that would be fun that would be fun but i it, i think that it'll be interesting because i mean um looking at goaltending i mean merzlikens has assuming he starts he has arizona tomorrow boston and then new jersey on sunday so that's relatively favorable for him um hellebuck has started off pretty well um and then the Kings and the Coyotes, the 27th and the 28th, and then the Golden Knights. So, I, you know, you could, there's certainly a path here to victory for you if those, if that goaltending can keep it up. And very, I would say, very unlucky for Ryan to have Saros and Markstrom to play only two potential, uh, total or a maximum of two games each this week. But you gotta, maybe he's got to factor that into the draft. Who, who knows? Sure is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got week three scheduled in before I'm even drafting, you know? Um, as I said, my, my players know I'm in, I'm in that battle with them all the time. But anyways, uh, we should wrap this bad boy up uh, as we just broke the hour-long mark. Uh, you got any final words for our Rivalry Week contenders? Uh, yeah, good luck to everyone. I'd love it if my team would do a little bit more so far, but that is classic stat watching Matt. So um, <laughs> yeah, good, good luck to everyone. I think it should be fun. We always love a Rivalry Week. We sure do have fun, everybody. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to send that trash talk and whatnot into the pod. We love, we love saying it out on the air, airwaves. But uh, have a good week, and thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.